You're listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Chris and Jana are parents of three, life and business partners who share their personal development techniques so you can grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jana here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 32. Oh, cr- cr- crushing it. <laughs> you know, Chris really did have a stutter, so... The irony. <laughs> I did. I, I did have a stutter. I just called you out on that. It's actually funny. If I if I make fun of people with a stutter, I like triple stutter. And like you That's think I'm actually just. Karma. I know. You think I'm actually just joking, but it's for real. So the point is. So the point is Chris I has can't, a stutter. I can't stutter without Stuttering. actually stuttering. <laughs> okay. Yikes. Anyways. Uh, okay. So guys, if you didn't listen to episode 31 Go back and listen to that because it'll give you a little bit of context for where we're going with this episode, which is self-care part two. And if you don't want to go back, that's fine. Basically, what we're talking about is this buzzword or words, it's two words, hyphenated, self-care, because everybody's talking about it. And there really is kind of a debate out there on if it's a selfish thing or if it's ridiculous or if you just need to, you know, put your head down and focus on your work, your kids, or if you need to take care of yourself, yada, yada. It's a buzzword, and we want to talk about why it's important. Well, first off, what does the data show of the people who are taking care of themselves? How are their lives going? And what does the data show about the people who think it's selfish? How are their lives going? Well, I think either way, life's hard, but I bet you the people (laughs) that are not filling up their cup, like we always talk about, are completely drained and have nothing to give to anybody. And they're probably really bad friends and frustrating people to be around. Miserable, yeah. Miserable. And it's okay for us to say this because we have been here before we really discovered yeah, the John importance. Yeah, John was miserable. I was a miserable. No, she was a miserable know, person. <laughs> going to sock you. No, I mean I was sock me. I was in a, <laughs> was this nineteen sixties. <laughs> Chris, sorry, go ahead. Shut up. I was in a in a pretty miserable state when I was under the impression that as a mom, my only job is to pour out onto my kids to take care of every single need they need. Of course, you take care of their needs, but I'm talking to the point of not making time to work out or to read or to see friends or family because I had postpartum depression and anxiety that told me, nope, you just have to like stare at your kid all the time to make sure she's breathing because I was terrified because nobody prepares you for that. Anyways, I could rant all day on that. So anyways, once I started taking care of myself by some of the ways we've already talked about, I've become a much less miserable person. <laughs> I love it. Right? Wow, self-awareness is just like, you know, pouring out of you right now. Whatever, Chris. <laughs> okay, so on episode 31, we covered physical, emotional, and spiritual self-care. Today is intellectual, personal, no, and sensory. Sorry, intellectual, sensory, and personal. No. <laughs> Today is... Jonna. Social, <laughs> intellectual, and personal self-care. You're close. You can see I was prepared for this. <laughs> Jeez. So, okay. So Chris asked me when I was making this list, what did I mean by intellectual self-care? So I'm probably going to start with this one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know what intellectual is, but I was like, what are you talking about? But then when she explained it, I was like, great. That, great. Right. So intellectual self-care is taking care of your, in- your intellect, nourishing your mind by doing things that help you grow, such as ding 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 listening to podcasts kudos to those of you listening to the podcast right now and i'm talking like educational informational happy healthy podcast not necessarily 
I'm not going to call a fellow podcaster out, but not necessarily some of the ones that are out there. Oh, I know exactly where you you're heading exactly with You know exactly where I'm heading with that. Oh my goodness. They are disgusting, okay? Barstool Sports. No, I don't want to down another podcaster. I just think that that is that a total waste out. of your time and your intellect to listen to that stuff. Anyways, Ooh. but you know what? What do I know? They are monetized and we're not, so. <laughs> right. Okay, so listening to podcasts that help grow you, obviously. Reading. I feel like reading is such a lost art for some these days because we have screens and all this stuff but man i love i love picking up a, a good book like a physical hardcover or paperback book and flipping through the pages and highlighting and reading i mean the kindle's cool but well the kindle also is not good for you nor is a screen good for you to read on even though it's more convenient unless you get those super cute blue light glasses that all the influencers super have cute. now yeah. I want some. And they're like 15 bucks, aren't they? Oh my gosh, break the bank. Something like that. Ooh, so yes, intellectual is taking care of your intellect because guess what? If 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 something's not growing, it's dying. And when I heard that the first time, I was like, whoa, that makes total sense. If you're not doing anything with it, it's dying. And when I was in a place of not taking care of myself at all, I was dying inside. Like I literally, my intellect, it was dying. Talking to toddlers all day and doing nothing else was really killing my mind because I honestly felt like I could not hold an adult conversation for the longest time. I would I would literally walk to Kroger with our two little ones at the time just so I can like talk to the cashier. Like, okay, lady, like get out of my line. I've got I've got people to ring up, but I wanted so badly to talk to somebody because I felt like I was literally getting dumber by the day. Yeah, I would definitely confirm that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Chris, I'm going to kill you today. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Uh, the intellectual self-care is game-changing. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are that you've already started in that process. But I think I think some really helpful tips, manageable tips to start with would be, yeah, find podcast categories, things that you, things that grow you. <laughs> Pun intended with the show, right? <laughs> so things, things that grow you, that grow your mind, that challenge you a little bit. Um, you know, there are, there are several books that, that you can focus on. John is raising your hand. She wants to say something. My hand is up. Yes, because one of the first books that really got my whole mindset changed and moving in motion was The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And here's the thing about it. The cover looks like some like sleazeball dude. That, <laughs> Don't <laughs> sorry, about Jack. Jack. Sorry, Jack. But the cover just looks like some like sleazeball. Make money quick. Basic white book. dude who just is going to like share with you these very like not... Uh, in depth, <laughs> you know, lessons or It just or things looks like a get rich yeah, type, yeah, yeah. schemey book, but it's not. Right. It's fantastic. It's a very, very good book. Uh, the first like five chapters will blow your mind. And how did I come across this book? You ask. Chris was wait. What 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 was happening? You were in bed. I was in bed. I, um, by the way, I was not. Just a little context here. I was not at all in a personal growth mindset i was not reading or listening to podcasts or doing any of that stuff i actually got annoyed at chris because he was always doing that when he wasn't always working i'm like dude you can't even take out the trash without listening to something now she gets it i get it now so anyways okay good yeah so i was just laying in bed while jonna was gone at work um like one afternoon just like trying to get one of the girls to sleep or something and i got on 
the computer and I was like, you know what? I was like, I wonder if my behaviors and my personal growth and all that stuff is modeling like, you know, what, what a successful person models. And so I found a website that was basically saying like, you know, 10 reasons you'll be a millionaire or something like that. And like, I could check all those boxes. I was like, sweet, I'm going to be a millionaire. And at, at the very bottom, there was this book recommendation. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I clicked on it. And usually I wouldn't click on it. Cause like I said, he just looks like a total sleazeball. And, but I don't think that now that I've read it, he, I think he looks like a sweet grandpa. He, he is a, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it just was a little turn off and I looked at it and I like barely even read like what it was about. And I was like, cool. And I bought it and I never do that. Never. And so I bought it and it came to the house and it was really weird because there was this moment where, you know, it was like a Saturday morning. The kids were all over the place, a ton of clothes to put, you know, uh, away on the bed and everything. I was like, hey, babe, um, do you want, do you want to read this to me? Like while, while you put the clothes away or something? I couldn't have read to you. I put the clothes away. What was it? I think you were I going said... to sleep. You're going to, you just, I think we were literally just getting in bed. You're like, you want to read this to me? I no, fall no, 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 no. I remember it was, it was early in the day. And I wanted to pace and like you started reading it oh. and you like really liked it. And then like the very first chapter was basically take 100% responsibility for everything that happens in your life. And you were just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's sad to say that I did not understand I had that ability. Like it, it definitely, definitely woke me up to some self-awareness and some huge flaws in the way I was thinking and, and handling life, honestly. And you might be like, oh, I don't want to, like, who wants that? It's been life-changing for me. It's been such a game-changer. Actually, it's such a big book that I've not even finished it because I've read, like, a bunch of other books in between because I just, I get really excited about different books. Um, but I think it's a good one to just pace yourself in and go through each chapter over and over again because I swear there's so many, so many golden nuggets in there that will help you if you let it. Yeah, I, I guess we'll do some book recommendations here. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy is yeah. also a very good book. I think it's a little more, um, I would say it's a little less aggressive than the Success Principles. Success Principles just kind of like punches you in the gut. You're like, oh, dang, that hurt, right? Absolutely. The Compound Effect is a little more like, look at what can happen if you do this. And so maybe that's a better one to start with. Actually, it is because I read The yeah, Compound Effect yeah. when we lived downtown, which was a lot of years ago before I was really into personal growth at all. So obviously it didn't last completely, but I did think about things from time to time that were compounding. <laughs> right. So books, well, podcasts, books, uh, seminars have also been really, yes. really helpful. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of like really crappy seminars where people are just there to steal your money and bring people on stage to just pitch things the whole time. So you get rich quick schemes. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, here, do penny stocks and pay me $25 a month. I'll make you a millionaire. It's like, shut up, you're stupid. Uh, anyway, Jeez. so, yeah, sorry. But there are a lot of seminars that like you definitely want to check into. But when you're surrounding yourself with a community of like-minded people at a seminar, who have the same, you know, general goals or direction in life as you, powerful things Life happen. Life changing. Absolutely. First of all, if you've never seen Tony Robbins or heard of Tony Robbins, please go listen to him. And he's not everybody's cup of tea. Actually, he is one of the first people I started listening to as well. And Chris was nervous. He's like, I don't, yeah, I don't I didn't think John would like him. him. Yeah. I, I literally bucket list goals. I want to hug him so bad. He makes me cry every time I listen to something is because I truly believe that he's like a genuine, loving 
person who wants to just do good in this world. And anyways, we got to see him not at one of his events, but he was the speaker at an event we went to and it was worth every bit of travel, every bit of everything for us. The to, rest of it sucked, but yeah, the, he, the rest of the event sucked, but he, he awesome. brought it home. Fun fact. He went to high school with my father. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, totally weird. Uh, uh, other thing is documentaries sometimes or certain shows like Chris sometimes will watch the prophet um, with oh Mark Lamones. Marcus Lamones. Marcus Lamones. Yeah. Don't you say his uh, name see, this wrong. is Chris's Tony Robbins. Marcus I would is. rather meet Marcus Lamones than maybe anybody else in the world. What? Okay. Including so LeBron. maybe we'll get to meet him now. We're going to I bet he listens. He's not even married. He's just, is he? he just, yeah. He actually just got married. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. congratulations, Congrats, Marcus. Marcus. We know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we're so happy today. Well, anyways, Chris watches that. That's just a, a, a reality series pretty much, but he watches it sometimes and it helps him with his intellectual self-care because it helps give him different business ideas. and and Sometimes it just motivates me. Yeah, like I'll be in the middle of a, a day and I'm like exhausted and I can't think and I'll just like pop up YouTube TV and I'll turn on a profit episode and I'll be like, cool, let me watch this dude take this terrible business and turn it around and get some really insightful tips. Yeah. So I know, again, with like with everything, so many people are like, well, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Yes, you do. Because the average okay. person is, sorry, <laughs> the average person is like watching four hours of Netflix a night. They're like falling asleep watching Netflix. I totally binge You, do, you did Netflix that last night. Last yes, night. you did that last night. And I regretted it though, because I woke up this morning very tired and grumpy trying to take care of our beautiful, loving yes, little children. We, we are not perfect. But we're human. Yeah, we're human. It's Saturday and I drink coffee way too late in the day. So I told you not to do it. <sighs> Whatever. I got caught up. Um, but yeah, so you do have time. You just have to make time. Time's not going to find you. You have to make it. Like for me, listening to podcasts, are it, it's actually challenging to do because the kids are not ever going to leave me alone long enough to let me put headphones on or even hear a podcast while I'm at home. So when I do it is usually if I'm driving somewhere, I'll turn one on. Uh, when I go to the gym, a lot of times I listen to podcasts instead of music because it still motivates me equally. And I feel like I'm like doubly feeding my soul by learning and working out. Or Chris taught me this. And again, I used to make fun of him for this, putting headphones in the grocery store. Yes. Oh total my gosh. Antisocial. Yes. It is. Well, I still, I'm still polite. I still take out my headphone to like talk to people if I need to, or I smile at people, whatever. Or ask someone to reach something. No, I climb. Oh, you do. Um, but, but yeah, that's been a game changer just literally because you feel like you're not, sometimes things like when you're a parent, sometimes things like grocery shopping or random errands like that, that was Chris's ankle if you heard that, <laughs> make make me almost feel like I'm wasting my time. Like, oh, this is not how I want to be using my time right now, walking up and down these aisles. And yes, I know there's pickup and stuff, but I swear it takes me twice as long to order stuff online as it does just walking up and down the aisles. Plus, it's an excuse to get out of the house for a minute. But when you can double up what you're doing and you're being productive by getting groceries and taking care of yourself intellectual, intellectually, intellectually, it's like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm like winning time when I can do two things at once like that. Yeah. So there's podcasts, there's books, there's Audible. Uh, Amazon's taking over the world, but Audible, that, that app uh, that you can actually listen to books. That's a really good one. Uh, there are the seminars. 
there are documentaries that are like you know going to teach you something uplifting not you know just stupid ones that are emotional porn and all that stuff which it's okay in balance right but i think the important thing is not that we optimize every hour of our lives but if you are seeking growth these are options yeah you know what else could be an intellectual a form of intellectual self-care what else jonna tell us don't be corny um just having conversation with a friend or a mentor or somebody that is and i don't want to keep saying the word intellectual but well how about just someone who is who is in a place where you are wanting to be right good relationships you know like good good career they've achieved they you know all things that reminds me i saw a really good i'm always looking for fun quotes and i don't know inspirational things and i saw one that said stop asking directions from people who've never been where you're wanting to go or where you're going and like duh like why would we ever take marriage advice from somebody who has a very terrible marriage and that's i mean that's harsh it's true and i don't know maybe if somebody's like divorced they can give you like lessons that they learn but it's true it's it's like taking financial advice from someone who's broke right right so so don't take financial advice <laughs> from us <laughs> you're stupid we'll bring dan back on for that one Yes, Dan. No, we use our finances smartly. Right. We Whatever. Moving That's on. a whole different topic. Anyways, so having a good conversation, though, something that really, really just lights me on fire, nourishes my soul when I'm able to sit down and have a really good conversation with a friend or a mentor. So those are all really, really good ways to take yeah. care of yourself intellectually. Yeah. Pick one, pick multiple, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. You want to, I mean, you have no excuse, right? There, There is no excuse. There is time. You just have to make it. And you got to be intentional. Like, be intentional. hey, I'm going to listen to a podcast every day when I drive to work. Eh, and I'm going to challenge you. Not every day. Oh, just geez. pick a day. Make it manageable. If you're building a habit, it can't just. Bah. Well, it's not that hard to listen to something it on your way to work, some though. People, I'm, I'm telling you, there, there are a lot of people that get overwhelmed That's by. Fine. By. Uprooting their life in any way. Okay, okay, fine. I'm going Sorry, to listen. That was Coach Chris. <laughs> well, Coach Jonna says, make a plan though, be intentional. Like for me, I know my mornings, I'm doing my spiritual self care because I get up and I journal and I read the Bible and I do my prayer. And I know that that's when I'm going to do that. Now, my other stuff is kind of random right now, just based on life with kids. But I know when I go to the gym, that's when I get to listen to a podcast. And so, yeah, just being intentional and kind of planning out when you're going to do these things. I listen to podcasts after we put our kids to bed. I've been making a a really important intention to put our clothes away or clean our room. And I listen to a podcast while like cleaning up the room after the kids are in bed. So that's like my time to educate myself. Yeah, that's been nice, by the way. Now I should put my clothes away. For real? Well, you could put mine away, too. I've done it for you for all these years. <laughs> True. All right, moving on. Okay, next form of self-care, and this is the fifth form if you're following from the last episode, is social. So, look, we are social beings. We are meant to be around other people. I know my introverted husband would sometimes disagree with that, but we are social beings, and it is important to take care of yourself socially. So there's a lot of different ways we can go with this, but I know for me, a form of social self-care is community, is spending time with people that lift me up, like either you, spending time with my husband, 
or we've already shouted them out. Not ashamed to shout them out again. Our community group, they come over every week. Community in chaos is what we call ourselves. It's literally eight adults and nine kids, five and under. It is chaos. It is chaos. But it is a form of social self-care that I was lacking for a long time that really lights me up. Because like I said, I really thrive on interaction with others and people that I care about and that care about me and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, we, we were made for a community, like Jonna said. And even if you are introverted, like me, any personality test I've ever taken, I am very introverted. People would maybe be surprised to know that. But I I need to be alone by myself. Like, you you know, catch me on my own island with a bag of books, like, doing my a thing. A bag of books? For, like, weeks. Like, that would be, like, amazing Cool. For me. What about me? Just you, you, the coffee hits you, and then you just, like buzz everywhere and i love you but just give me you a couple weeks you could go to an my island books. for weeks with a bag of books and not your wife oh my gosh i could go to, yes th- that's for another time but i weeks couple weeks just give me a couple weeks by wow. myself give me away from every human being we're talking about social self-care not social isolation i i'm letting you know i'm saying even though that is me there is an element of you do need you do need people you do need people in your life you do need the social aspect in your life there is that important balance and your brain actually does need that stimulation but i think that's good that you bring that up because not everybody does thrive in like group settings like us extra extroverts do so maybe social isolation is a type of social self-care if you are an introverted person who's around people a lot and you need to remove yourself that's a really good point I'm so smart right now. Good job, babe. Thank yeah. you. No. no, absolutely. So um, I'm going to give a shout out to Project Evo, even though we're not getting paid by any of these Hashtag. people. We need to get a hold of them. Yeah. So if you guys like to journal, uh, I'm sorry, if if you're someone who does planners like in the morning and stuff, I'm I'm like a super nerd. I buy one like every week probably. Literally, we have so many planners. <laughs> so Project Evo is really interesting because you take a brain personality type test and then based on your personality type, they send you that customized planner. A little more pricey. They're like 45 bucks, I think. Uh, but yeah, it is really cool. So the test I took made me see like, okay, yes, I am introverted. I need to be away from people for a period of time to collect thoughts, to ideas, all that stuff. Yes, like John, I guess, upset sometimes. And we had a little bit of a blowout like a week ago, probably, because... Uh, you know, she's like, hey, if we were to go on a trip, couldn't you just unplug for a couple of days? I'm like, no. And it's just kind of like the entrepreneur in me. I have to be doing something or being away, learning something by myself. So from a social perspective, based on you and who you are, it'd be a great idea to take uh, like a 16 personalities test. Ooh, that one is super yeah. accurate for yeah. everybody we've did it on. Absolutely. Read that and you'll be mind blown. It'd be a great idea to do like the Project Evo test, E-V-O, um, and, and see what brain type you are. Uh, if you are someone who's like, who's like, um, an entrepreneur or something like that, I would, I would definitely recommend checking that one out. Uh, but yeah, figure out like your personality type and what you need to recharge. That's good. That's good. I agree. Um, yeah, we need time together. That's the other thing is if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you're married and social self-care can even be social like social with your spouse we get so dude your ankles we get so caught up we get so caught up in the day-to-day to-do list of okay now you're gonna take the kids here and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna watch the kids here now i gotta go to work and i go to the gym that a lot of times we don't get time for 
social hour like when chris and i are talking it's usually about the kids the business or the podcast we very rarely get to just chris loves small talk but we (laughs) we very rarely get to be social by ourselves like go on a date and sit and just talk which you know shame on us because that's something we definitely preach is having regular date nights and we have a hard time with that but that's the only thing we always say we suck at but we do say, hey, you guys, like, we we all should do this. We but, all should do this. <laughs> but, yeah. It's easier are, to say it than do it sometimes. I mean, with three kids, it's like, you know, 200 bucks or something to get someone to watch your children. Well, I mean, it's not like we don't have family that will watch them. It's just right. we feel like we burn them out sometimes, which is, true. you know. Anyways, so, yeah, there's lots of different forms of social self-care. But the point is addressing who you are as a person, whether you're extroverted or introverted, and what you need to take care of yourself. And for me, I need to be around people and not just my children. (laughs) I need to be around other adults who bring light and positivity and encouragement and growth to my mind. Absolutely. You do. And Chris needs that to an extent, but also needs social isolation sometimes. Yes. Yes. But regardless, I think this is kind of off, not off topic, but regardless. I think, <laughs> Sorry, oh gosh, I'm trying. I, I can't. Quit moving. Some of us, I know when we are experiencing things like depression, um, can go into a social isolation. That's like one of the top, top symptoms or signs of somebody being depressed is socially isolating themselves. And that is something that we need to be aware of if you, if your friend is doing it, but if you're doing it yourself, you need to realize like we're not made to be alone and, and you need the community around you of people who care about you and support you. Absolutely. And in my experience, the people who do that are doing it for a couple of reasons. One is usually they think that like they don't want to put their problems on other people. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Oh, I definitely don't want these people to feel this burden. And so they, they alienate themselves. And that is like, absolutely the worst thing you can do i truly truly believe that and then the other piece of the equation is just being ashamed of of not being in a good place and being depressed and what you need to know and what you need to understand is trust me a lot of people have been where you are or where you have been and i promise you that the answer always is having trusted people that you can you know, be, share be, your yeah, share share what's going on. Uh, do not alienate yourself in those circumstances. One hundred percent. I alienate myself to recharge, not because I'm shameful of something I'm going through, um, or anything like that. It's totally different to alienate yourself when you need other people. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, and what I'll say too is maybe you are listening and you don't have that support system. You don't feel. Like you've got that friend or that family member, that person that you can call, or maybe you only pour into one person and you feel like you're putting too much on them. Cause I've been, I've been in that spot too. For us, the community and the way we got it and the way it's absolutely changed our lives. And you, you might've heard us talk about this before is for a long time, we prayed about having that type of community and we ended up falling into hosting a community group through the church we attend and that's how we got this group of friends that has been coming to our house every single week for, what do we say, 19 weeks, 20 weeks? 19 weeks. 19 weeks straight now. And 
it has been a total game changer and we always we've talked about it we've talked about it, we've talked about it but it's very hard to find trusting loving relationships that just make sense when you're an adult like it's like dating all over again especially when you're married because then you gotta find two people that fit with you two people um but that is that has been such a life saver changer for us and i highly recommend looking into that route no matter where you're at in your spiritual life definitely and Maybe you guys can relate with me. I am super picky about the people I hang out with. <laughs> super uh, picky. I really am. And so I think it's important to realize that your job is to put yourself out there. And then you also need to understand it's okay to at some level, like understand if it's not the right fit. You don't, you don't have to force a square peg into a round hole. It's your life. You have to make sure that, you know, your time and your energy is, is being protected. But put yourself out there at least. And then you can vet them from that process, but you can't vet the process if you don't put yourself out there. True. Wise words, barrel. Coming at you. <laughs> okay. And then the last ones we've covered social, intellectual, and now this one is not as deep and juicy as these other ones have been. Maybe we're just going to give you guys like a little bit of a breather here, but personal. So personal self-care, all of this is technically personal. So this is kind of... I don't know, a catch-all for random things like sensories, like like paying attention to the five senses that we've been given. And for me, that's when my, so when my home is clean and organized, that is a totally a form of personal self-care for me. Chris doesn't really care that what, much. What sense does that cover? I don't know. My, my, <laughs> my, my visual, like my okay, mind, visual, seriously, it's a scientific fact that clutter can mess with your ability to think clearly. And for me, it drives me nuts. And I've talked about it in another episode when I talked about uh, being like motherhood. And I was when there's messes all over the house, I feel like it's, so I feel like I'm in a juggling act all the time. And I described it and I'm telling you this now because I know you didn't listen to the episode. I, d I described it as every room that has a mess in it to me is a plate that I've dropped. And so for me, it's very rewarding and very self-care personal self-care centric for me to have spaces that are clean and organized because it makes me feel good it makes me feel like I'm like moving forward in life so with that also for me and I think other people too is playing like music you really like or lighting candles or going out for a walk or shoot really for me like going in the mountains like those are different forms of like sensory personal self-care that are just things that fill you up that maybe don't mean anything to somebody else. I like it, babe. So what are some of yours? You covered visual. You covered no, yeah, I mean, you don't have to go smell. Yeah. What about hearing? <laughs> I said music. Music oh, you really music? like. Listening to music you really like is a form of just taking care of yourself, just resting and yeah. hearing. What are the other two? I can't think. Um, I said taking a walk or just being in nature mountains. no what are the other sentence senses i can't think of them oh smell sight oh you said sight. taste sight. oh taste Ooh, that's right trying new things trying new foods that's a good form of just personal self-care like that makes me excited i like trying new foods yeah definitely or just eating something you enjoy <laughs> true uh what are we missing touch Ooh, soft blankets <laughs> Oh, how about the weighted blanket? The weighted blanket. We keep giving yeah. shout outs to these companies. I swear. That wasn't need to... a company. That's just a product. Oh. But it is a good one. I know. We need to get some gigs here going. For real. 
sounds like we're just dropping ads, but we're really not. We're just talking about things we like. But if we were, it would be a really, really awesome way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, that's not as weighty and it's totally personal to you. But I would urge you to take each of these categories that we've covered, which just real fast between the two episodes, physical self-care, emotional self-care, spiritual, intellectual, social and personal take each of those categories and kind of make them fit for you and i love i'm a visual person so i love writing it out and kind of seeing i don't know seeing it on paper and kind of i feel like it gives me options that maybe i knew i had but didn't know i had because they were just all mixed in my crazy brain but i think that's an important one those are ways to just like take care of yourself. Sorry, just babe. Nice. I, like you know those times when I just like start to stare off and think yeah, about something else. Yeah, you're doing that right now. I, I did not hear what you just said last like I could forty tell. seconds. If, if I was listening to this, I'd hit that fifteen second button like three times. Reverse to hear what I said, right? <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, reverse, reverse. Yeah, we used to do this. Thing. We used to go rewind, rewind whenever you say something stupid. Like you better rewind. Like, that. Anyways, yeah, I've been with you long enough to know that look in your eyes when you're not paying attention. It's fine. That comment was for them, not me. Right? Yeah, you're right. You don't need any personal self-care. Any personal self-care. Maybe it's even just a basic hygiene. It's personal (laughs) self-care. Yeah, I mean that's physical too. Like showers more than every three days. Oh yeah, like just ooh. When we went on our first overnight together, I think we took like three showers in the one night we were there because it was just so. Oh my (laughs) gosh, Chris, my face is red. Uh, no, because it was just so nice. That was our first time to be able to shower without kids around. And like, it was a really nice shower and a really fancy oh, hotel. Oh, yeah. When we went to the Kimpton. Yes. Dang, we're shower shouting people out again. We went to the, the Kimpton, Kimpton in Monaco. Pittsburgh. The Kimpton yeah. Monaco in Pittsburgh. And I think, I think I took. You took like It was three. like a 40 minute shower yeah. when we first got there. Because the water pressure was amazing. And then like, there was no kids like beating on the doors. There was nowhere or, to be, no time. Like uh, we could just do what we wanted. Can we please go back? Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. So shout out for all of the overnight trips. Yes. Refer back to the episode. I can't remember the name. I don't know, but we'll we said one step to change your marriage overnight. We're punny. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. No, but those are all forms of personal. And like I said, it fits into some of the other ones too. Obviously it's physical, but things that just make you feel good. Just take care of yourself. I know as us moms taking a shower uninterrupted can feel like, a day at the spa comparatively so that's that's it that that's all the reasons or all the ways to take care of yourself and at the end of the day it literally comes down to what we always say it's so that when you take the best care of yourself you're going to be able to pour out and take the best care of the people you love so it's not selfish take extraordinary care of yourself that's what i want you can take extraordinary (laughs) care of others i'm the quote guy on the show no you're not (laughs) Anyways, so guys, really hope that you got something out of this. I hope you enjoyed it and that you will share it with another parent or somebody that you know needs to take care of them. Yikes. Okay. I was was thinking about your hygiene lately and your (laughs) nutrition. Just listen to step number six. And your spiritual. You just don't seem like you're in a good place. Whatever. Just, (laughs) you know what I mean. Fine. Just subscribe so you keep hearing. That's it. That really is the best thing you can do if you do enjoy listening to us. That's like the best compliment is subscribing and or reviewing the show really helps us out. Absolutely. That would be great. All right. Awesome, guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys.